This is a podcast, but all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Sadabe, and I'm with Amber, owner of Apple Jelly Studios. How are you today? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. It takes two. I, I can't do it without you guys. I'm pretty sure they don't want to hear my voice for the entire podcast. That wouldn't be extremely entertaining. So tell us a little bit about how Apple Jelly Studios like came to be and how you opened up that, that space. Okay. So it's a long story, but I'll make it brief. So I actually started pole in 2009. I got into pole fitness because I actually did go to a strip club with my boyfriend at the time. It was my first time ever going. Okay. And I seen some girls doing some badass pole tricks, and I was like, that is the coolest thing I ever see, and I want to learn how to do that. Okay. And at the time, there wasn't a whole lot of pole studios around, so I did some research on where to get a fitness pole, and mm -hmm. then I bought one, and I actually taught myself originally off of YouTube videos. So oh, wow. YouTube I would, for everything. Yeah. I made a little, like, shed into a pole room, and I spent, like, three hours a day practicing. Because oh, wow. I was obsessed. And when I first started, I literally, like, couldn't get my feet off the ground. I've had no dance background, no gymnastic background. I never really was, like, a gym person. So I didn't really have any of that, like pre-fitness yeah. <laughs> it was just something that I thought was cool and I wanted to try so about after a year of doing that I was able to go upside down and do some cool tricks and Apple Jelly Studios was originally in Sarasota owned by two other women one of which was an engineer and then one was a retiree whose husband owned a restaurant okay. underneath the studio and there was a photographer at the time that specialized in pole fitness and he was doing a shoot and I decided to go down because I was like, I can do some stuff. Maybe yeah. I'll go get a couple pictures taken. And I went down and I did the shoot and then uh, one of the owners pulled me aside and she's like, I really like your style and your personality. Have you ever thought about teaching pole? Yeah. And I was like, no, I've never thought about that, but it sounds super cool. Yeah. And um, so... After I thought about it, I decided it was something I wanted to pursue, mm -hmm. and so I actually ended up going and getting a pole fitness instructor training program oh, wow. done. I didn't um, even know that those things like really existed. Yeah, either. there's like, a whole world of pole that nobody yeah. knows. Um, so yeah, I got certified through Xpole, which is the leading was at the time, and I think still is um, one of the leading certifications that you can get for teacher training. Okay. And they also are like the company that everybody buys their home poles from because they're actually designed for like fitness and to do tricks and all that stuff so I went through like a two-day super intensive program and got certified and then I started teaching and and it was funny because like I said when I started I uh, had no background and I was actually like very shy and I didn't like talking in front of people Aww. I got into it because I held self image issues and I wasn't really happy with the way that I looked and I didn't feel good about myself so teaching had never really crossed my mind but doing pole kind of built that confidence yeah. and then getting that response from an instructor that was there really kind of gave me that yes. boost and then going through the training really helped me like take something I loved and learn how to show that to other people and 
So basically, I ended up teaching there for about a year and a half, and during that time, one of the instructors retired, and the other, as I mentioned, was an engineer, so she was working like 60-hour work weeks mm -hmm. and couldn't really manage the studio, and so she was going to... And I was devastated because... Yep. Even though it was in Sarasota, I actually lived in Tampa at the time, and so you were traveling. <laughs> I was. I was traveling an hour and a half each way. Uh, <laughs> so, and at the time, I was teaching like once or twice a week, and then. But I still, I loved it so much, and you just want, yeah, yeah. And I had visited a couple local studios, and I just, I don't know. I really liked the vibe mm -hmm. there, so it was something. That's kind of why I stuck yeah. there. And then after she told me they were going to close, and I was like, no, this can't happen. This is my life. It's what I've realized is my passion, yeah. what I want to do. I actually offered to buy the business from her, and I bought the business from her, and I went from going like twice a week to going five times a week, yeah. and I would literally leave Tampa at about noon, get down there, plan for my classes, teach two or three hours, and then get back home. So I'd get home at like 1130. Oh, no. <laughs> so it was really crazy. Um, but I really loved doing it. And it was something I did that for about five years. Um, in Sarasota? Yes. Yeah, because I purchased it in 2012. Um, so I started in 2019. 2009 and then I purchased it in 2012 and then I did it for like five years and then we were actually in a plaza above a Winn-Dixie and a Panera Bread and it was like all office buildings and because we were there so long the landlord had us on a month-to-month -month lease and they mm -hmm. eventually decided hey we want to turn your space into more office buildings so we don't want to renew your lease and yeah so I was kind of forced to close, which was really devastating. Um, it wasn't something I wanted. And mm. and it being so far, I at the time, I didn't really want to invest in building a new studio oh, in Sarasota <laughs> um, because it is a lot of money and remodeling and everything, and it is such a long commute. And there was already some really prominent students in Tampa where I live, so I didn't want to like build a studio there. Uh, so I actually stopped teaching for about two years and um, I was still performing and uh -huh. doing like different shows because there are a lot of shows and I was still judging competitions and stuff because there's also pole there's competitions. There's a whole world of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like choreographed like a chair routine for the Aerial Dragons at the Strath Center and stuff. So I was still doing a lot mm -hmm. of stuff, but it wasn't the same as teaching and then I actually moved to St. Pete and I had gone to Movement Sanctuary for a few classes and then I found that space in the building and I talked to the landlord about renting it and it looked nothing like it does now. Like I, I'll have to go show you guys pictures. It looked absolutely insane. People would think that I'm crazy for <laughs> turning it into a studio, but I was driven. You made it work. I did. It took about six months to build our studio, and then we opened it here in St. Pete in 2019. Nice. What a story. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe you were doing that drive for that like that long like yeah uh, especially through Tampa dude like. well I was kind of lucky because even though it was a long drive I just took 75 like straight mm -hmm. there so I didn't really go over the skyway so it was it was a long drive but it was a straight shot and the times that are leaving because of like 
prep and everything, mm -hmm. I didn't hit traffic too you had bad. Good times. So yeah. uh, there was a few times that it was hard with like Florida summer rainstorms and stuff. Oh but, my gosh! You know, like I said, like teaching really became my passion, and it was something that I found that really fulfilled me as a person. Yeah. And so it was like it wasn't a pain to do that sacrifice of driving yeah. because it was so rewarding to get that energy exchange from the students and yes. watch people grow so <laughs> but you're also able to give back like, yeah you know this those same feelings that you had of like i'm not good enough i'm this i'm that like and then you were able to work through those issues you know with pole dancing yeah you know is that the right term for it yeah yeah okay. pole dancing's fine like yeah. people use everything they use pole dancing pole sport pole fitness i'm okay with any of it I like all of it. Like I said, um, there are so many different types of avenues towards pool, but I am very accepting of all of them. Yeah. I love the stripper style. I respect it. And I love the sporty athletic style. I love like the more lyrical contemporary dancers that have incorporated that to pool. I, you know, there's so there's many, like, yeah. like, there's even like just people that like to dance around. We call it like low flow. You just dance around the pole and, so that's the great thing about it that people don't really realize they they think that pole is only one thing and yeah. really it's open to everybody every body type every gender you wouldn't like think that like pole dancing you know like had so many different avenues for creative expression yeah you know we're really only introduced to that one that one form yeah you know, and that's all we really think of it but there's so much more out there yeah you know? definitely i just love the minds of like just people you know, you just take like just like one thing and then just yeah, it's ten billion other things. Yeah, it really that you is. never would have. And it's really changed over the years too. Like when I started there, people tried to make this huge separation between stripper style and like pole fitness, and there was like this divide. And I like how now it's becoming one. Like yeah. people aren't really like being as judgmental. You know, like, if you're a stripper, you're welcome at my studio. If you're just strictly pole fitness, you're welcome at my studio. I don't care. <laughs> like, whereas before, it used to be, like, very separate. And so I love that it's, like, becoming more well-known and accepted throughout the community. Yeah, well, I mean, like I was saying before, like, you were able to really, like, kind of come to terms with, like, your own body and things like that with this. And you can now give that to other people who felt like you yeah. did you know, and you can change their mindset as well, too, because, like, it's hard, like, hating your body. Like, it really is. It sucks. And, and, you know, even in my profession of teaching pole, it was a whole weird journey because I went from having low self-esteem, not loving my body, and then, you know, when I did try some classes at, like, some studios, because I taught myself at the time, people were like, oh, you taught yourself? Like... Who do you think you are? You didn't do like the the regimen of a class schedule. And then when I became a teacher, they were like, oh, you're a teacher. That's so awesome. We respect you now. And then I yeah. became a studio owner and they're like, who do you think you are as a studio owner? You didn't go through all this. And so, uh, you know, I've definitely had like my ups and downs in the community, but I feel like that is what makes me a good studio owner and makes me a good teacher is because of 
having all of those personal self-doubts and experiencing it on the outside. Mm -hmm. Like when people come to my studio, I never want anybody to feel the way that I did. Like, so like in my studio, I have a lot of my classes are mixed levels because I want my advanced girls to interact with my beginner girls. Cause even when I like first started teaching, I had some advanced students that wouldn't even take my class because they're like, oh, you're just teaching beginner stuff, you know, like, I'm better than you, and mm-hmm. and I don't deal with that, no. like, clicky cattiness at all, and I think that that makes the community better. It's nice, too, because when I, when I was, like, heavily involved in, like, fitness and martial arts and things like that, like, we always did have the beginners with us, and the beginners were always, like, kind of exchanged with a higher ranking. Yeah. And they were, like, I would always hear them say, like, oh, I, you know, God, I can't, I can't be put with you. You're not able to train now because I'm just a beginner. And I'm like, dude, I was in your shoes one time. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I was a little beginner white belt just like you. <laughs> and I'm like, it's going to be okay. And I'm like, you're going you're gonna to yeah. be at where I am one day, but, you know, it might, t- it's going to take a while. Yeah, exactly. But you're going to be there too. You know, I loved working with white belts. Like, yeah, I, I so I. So I much. love, like, doing my intro classes with people that are like, oh, I have no upper body strength. I've never done pole before. I'm going to suck. And I'm like, first of all, no negative self-talk yeah. in my studio. And when, like I said, when I first started, I put my pole up in my house and my boyfriend's like do something i couldn't get my feet off the ground like mm-hmm. i had zero body strength or coordination look at you now like i tell people that i was like the literally like the only way to get strong and pull is to do pull because all those other like exercises they are great and you know if you have a dance background or a gymnastic background yeah you might pick up things quicker but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be easy because you're using your body weight to lift you're doing all these things that your body's not used to so regardless of your experience it's really like not that much difference you're still going to have to go through the process of learning the levels and like how to get through it exactly and i imagine it's a lot of like core and back strength to be able to like lift yourself up and kind of like hang yourself yeah (laughs) you know so i mean i guess i guess what that said is like how is pole dancing like really good for fitness because like when i think fitness like pole dancing or pole sport is not one of the first things that comes to my head yeah, it's actually amazing because one, it's fun. Yeah. So it's not like going to a gym where you're running on a treadmill or lifting weights and you're just doing these repetitive mm-hmm. actions that get boring. Like, I can't do that. I get bored too easily. Yeah. <laughs> and so what people don't realize is even something as simple as walking around the pole. When you like walk around the pole, when you first start, you're barefoot, so you're on your toes, so you're engaging your ankle, you're building your ankle strength, you're building your calf strength, you're tightening your core, your arm is up, so you're strengthening those biceps. So even something as simple as a walk, you're engaging your entire body. So you don't have to be doing some fancy trick to be getting that workout. So every single movement that you do, you're building that strength and building the core. and we do all kinds of classes like we do an intro which is like choreography and kind of like our crash course of like terms and how we call things out and then we also do like conditioning classes Mm -hmm. which is where you can actually use the pole to do pull-ups or push-ups or crunches and stuff like that and then there's like 
you know, floor work classes that, you know, you think floor, oh, that'll be easy. It's actually harder because trying to get flow and coordination, you know, that takes a lot. That so, is hard. I'm not very coordinated. So, <laughs> neither am I. Actually, I'm a, I'm the biggest klutz off the pole. Like, I am most likely to trip over my own feet. Like, yeah. I always get told, like, I don't know how you don't die because I can hang off a pole totally fine. Like, going down the stairs, I'll probably trip. <laughs> I don't know. I literally, walking down my stairs, I'm tripping at least once every day. I don't know how many times where my partner's just kind of like almost like ready to catch me because I've like tumbled, you know. I sh yeah, I like know, one yeah. of the, the craziest things about opening Apple Jelly, I call it 2.0 St. P version, is um, I was supposed to open in February 2019, which I did. But in December of that year, I was actually just like walking at some railroad tracks, taking pictures, and I tripped, <gasps> and I ended up falling on my hand, and I tore my three tendons in my hand so bad that I literally couldn't even pick up my phone, and I was freaking out, and I was like, what am I going to do? I can't even like hold my phone. How am I going to teach like a uh, class even, because I like even like the beginner spins, you need two hands. Yeah. I'm like, I can't use this hand. Um, I remember I went to like the physical therapist and they had this thing that you could squeeze and it tells you like how much pressure or weight that you could squeeze. My left hand was at 55 pounds. My right was at 30. <gasps> like it was that bad. <laughs> and, uh, and I was also doing a show in February that I was supposed to perform in. And oh, so no. I like worked really hard to like, I went to physical therapy and then like, I was teaching the beginner classes and just slowly built it up. I still did my show. I could like barely invert, but I was like, I just gotta get it for this one performance. Dude, you're a powerhouse, <laughs> man. I, holy. But that just shows you. It's like I, I, I get hurt doing stupid stuff off the pole. It's yeah. like <laughs> that's always what it is. I almost broke my finger killing a cockroach one time. Oh is when I was running an aftercare program. Uh, like one had gotten in somehow, and you know, and um. I hear the kids screaming, you know, and, you know, with the girls, the girls could go into the bathrooms and, and get do the stuff that change for class by, yeah. by themselves. They were cool. Boys, I had to send in one at a time because yeah. boys are boys. But the girls, I could they could be fine. Why are you screaming all of a sudden? I'm like, oh, hell no. Okay. <laughs> My girls are not doing me like this. I go in there and there's cockroach running around and I'm terrified of them. I'm freaking out. They're all screaming. My dad is like, kill it, kill it. <laughs> and I just went, bang. And like, oh, I was no. just like, so my dad was jo joked with me all the time. He's like, cockroach one, stop a zero, <laughs> you know? But yeah, like I just, I just panicked and I was just like, yeah. dang, and I didn't even think about it. And I like, dude, I seriously like fucked up my finger, oh. you know? Well, I'm glad you're okay now. Yeah, I'm okay too, man. That sucked. The kids made fun of me. Yeah. And I'm like, I was saving you guys. <laughs> you guys couldn't handle it. But yeah, I got I got made a fun of for a while because I almost broke my finger in a cockroach. So I, I feel you on that one. Yeah. I just I get hurt doing the stupidest shit. You know? <laughs> but don't catch me on the street. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what is your favorite dance to do? I don't have a favorite dance per se. Um, I'd say when I come up with choreography, I, for me, it's a very creative outlet. So I love like, um, people always ask me, do you do the moves first or the music first? And for me, it's like, I listen to music first. I'll find a song that I start vibing with and then I'll just kind of like freestyle and then I kind of build my routines from there. Uh, so it, it's more like that. Like, I really love every dance that I do because I put like so much passion and like 
personal energy into it. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't say that I have a favorite dance <laughs> that I do because I love it all. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say that I love being on stage. I love performing. Um, I, it's scary. It's, you know, anxiety filled. You go through your routine a million times and everything. But when you get up there and the crowd's cheering for you and everything, it, it's really a rush. So it's funny. I'm actually like a hugely anxious person. So like the fact that I get on stage and do anything is just hilarious to me. But it's in something but, that brings you a lot of passion. Yeah, it so brings like, me so much passion. Mm -hmm. And you get to kind of create this character that you portray. So yeah. just going through that creative process is really rewarding to me. Um, I do have favorite tricks that I do. Like I love, um, there's a move called a handspring, which is basically where like you grab the pole and you throw your body up in the air and you're just like holding it with your hands. And I think that that's like one of my favorites because when I was going through my process of learning pole, it was like the first like really advanced move that I did. So that's always like had a special place in you my heart. It. I'm like, it always makes me feel like a badass because yeah. I'm like, I knew where I started and then to be able to like hold my body like mm -hmm. that, it was really awesome. Especially <laughs> with no real like, in a sense, like foundation, you know, like yeah. you said, you weren't a dancer, you weren't really like fit, you know, you didn't go to the gym like, you know, regularly, like, and you really just kind of like built all of that on your own. Yeah. You know, just, which is, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so then pretty much like anyone can take your classes, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah, we're open to any gender, any body type. You know, we're very open studio. So nice. anybody can start it. It's just about having the drive, to be honest. Like, um, the thing about pole is when you first start, you're going to bruise. Like, I have bruises because I'm trying new tricks. Uh, so you're going to bruise. You're probably going to get, like, pole burn on your wrist. It's going to hurt. It doesn't feel good. Like, the that's the funny thing about it. It looks so graceful mm -hmm. and effortless when you do it right, but it actually takes a lot of work to do that. But that doesn't mean that anybody can't do it. I have girls that come in that have no experience, and in, like, three months they'll be in an advanced class. And then some people it takes longer. It takes a year or so. It just depends on what you put into it like anything else like if you go to the gym once a week you're gonna take a lot longer than somebody that's going like three or four times yeah. a week and so it's also about like getting past those hurdles and I in my classes I talk a lot about trusting yourself because that, that is a big part of it especially just doing like a beginner spin the first time you bring your feet off the ground it's scary yeah. even though you're not far off the ground you're like oh my god I'm gonna fall mm -hmm. and I have to tell the people you're not gonna fall unless you tell yourself you're gonna fall if you tell yourself I have this and you take it step by step and slow your thoughts you're gonna be fine yeah I'll never have somebody do something that I don't feel is safe mm -hmm. especially like as you're going upper level classes, I always spot people and make sure that they're safe the first time they go upside down until they have it. So I would rather somebody fall on me than fall on themselves. So it's like I, I talk a lot about body awareness and like, you know, just trusting yourself because fear and anxiety is what freezes your brain. And so if you can just do like little things to kind of build up that trust, you're going to be hugely successful no yeah. matter where you started. What is like the oldest student you have right now? <sighs> Jeez, uh, it ranges. I, I would say probably the oldest student I think right now is like 50. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, Paul is a wide age range. You have girls that come in at 18, and then there's girls that are like in their 60s, and same with guys, you know. Oh, so yeah. it's really open to all ages and everything, which is really cool. Yeah, dude, that's that's awesome. I would love, <laughs> I would honestly love to see that. Just like, yeah, just give it. Because yeah. there's like that thing too, is like when you're like you've reached like 50, 60, 70. There's that thing where you can't really be fun. Yeah, and you like have to express yourself like an old granny. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? And you, you can't be fun and, and flirtatious. Yeah, and things like that. And that's yes, what's like can. you know really cool too is um there's like this funny meme somewhere online and it's like about like going through pole classes is this like when you first show up you're like in leggings and like a t-shirt and then you start wearing like the shorts and sports bra and then eventually you're in like booty shorts and heels and you get that confidence mm -hmm. and you know what's really great is that like doing that at a studio and dressing up it's like you're doing it for yourself yeah. you're not doing it to impress other people or you know to go out there's no one so, really there yeah, to see you yeah everybody's focused on themselves yeah. so but you know it's about like that's part of the self-love issue mm -hmm. and it's like i tell girls you know you come into my studio you put on some booty shorts we're all going to give you a high five and be like yeah. you look great i don't care what you look like what your weight is we're all going to be totally supportive yeah. because we're going to make you love yourself and yeah. see yourself how we see you <laughs> I wish like fitness and like all forms of fitness from like pole dancing to like just whatever it is used to get fit I wish people would understand it's about like feeling good yeah not about the way that you look. exactly you know like when you make it to where it's just about you wanting to feel like strong and feeling good yeah like, then it just takes the pressure off and yeah you can just have exactly you can just enjoy it for what yeah because everybody's body's built, built different you know yeah. i'm like you know not stick thin i'm curvy i have curves and then i have like girls that are bigger i have girls that are really skinny you know yeah. and everybody's body is different yep. but you know so we're all gonna have like our strengths and it doesn't mean that you're not strong because you're 200 pounds. You can be just as strong as a girl that's 112 or yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's like what's inside. Exactly. No, I agree. <laughs> so what is your favorite part about teaching pole dancing and pole fitness? I would say my favorite part is honestly um, seeing people's expressions when they first get a trick that they thought wasn't possible. Like I... Uh, in my classes, everybody is super supportive. So you'll hear a lot of clapping. Cause like anytime somebody gets it, like the whole room just starts that's clapping awesome. and cheering. And we're like, oh my God, you got it. That's so great. And that's what I really love mm -hmm. is like, you know, cause going back, I remember how that felt when I first got something. So when you're doing these things that you don't even think I could ever climb to the top of the pole and then there you are, you're touching yeah. it. Um, we actually have in the studio on the top of the poles, there's little wood blocks. And when you climb the first time, you get to sign your name on the oh, top that's so as awesome. like your reward. <laughs> and, and you get to leave a mark in the studio. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> how cute and creative is that? Yeah. I love that. So then I guess, how sturdy are the poles? Because I've heard you say like fitness poles. Are those different from what you'll, I guess, find in in other places yeah definitely so the poles that we use in our studio we have platinum studios permanent mounting poles so they are actually bolted into the floor and into the ceiling and they're a single pole and they're designed 
to throw yourself around, go upside down. They spin. They also go on what we call static, which is where the pole doesn't move. Um, X-Pole is the other company I talked about. That's what I recommend students buy because they make home poles. They're pressurized, but they're still definitely sturdy. And they also do some poles for like competitions and stuff like that. If you get a pole like from, let's say, Spencer's or like an adult store or something like that, that they're not really made to throw your body around. So when you go to do a spin, it probably is going to fall over. So when you are like wanting to get a home pole or if you're getting a studio pole, you have to do a lot of research and make sure that they are really sturdy. And you have to keep up with maintenance. Like every six months, I have my boyfriend come in and he just makes sure all the bolts are tight and we check them continuously to make sure that they're super sturdy. Okay, yeah. I would never think maintenance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because if you think about it, you have people like swinging around on it yeah. all the time, you know. So Stuff does come loose. Yeah, yeah, so you know, you have to like safety is a number one priority in a studio yes like, definitely good thing i'm not a studio no <laughs> i am definitely like you know safety is very mm -hmm. important to me like whether it's checking the poles for safety or spotting people like that's super important to me making sure that you know an instructor is somebody that's teaching i don't have other students teaching other students you mm -hmm. know because there are certain ways and safety protocols that you have to do to make sure because yeah. it is a dangerous sport you know yeah. like there you know when you're starting out it's not so dangerous but as you start going up those levels you're getting into these tricks and when you're upside down your brain is like i don't know what's happening what hand is what so yeah. you know you have to be prepared for any situation yeah. and i like have had many times spotting people where i've gotten kicked in the face i've gotten like a bloody lip once <laughs> like you know i've had to literally bear hug people on the pole because like they've let go and i just bear hug them <gasps> oh, to hold God. on you know so it's like you have to have that training and that's one thing that like why I decided to get certified as an instructor because to be honest in the pole industry there are a lot of instructors that aren't certified and that's not necessarily bad but I think that it really helps to have some knowledge on that yeah. stuff and some like hands-on practice and when I did get certified by like some of the top people in the industry so it was tough like I was standing in front of like these three people, um, their names are Marlon Fiskin, Allison Sipes, and Derek Pearson. You should look them up, they're fucking amazing. Um, but they were like my teachers and we had to do a practical exam and you had to go up and teach like this move and they'd be like, your student in the back isn't putting their foot in the right spot and you'd have to like go through that. But it really helped me tremendously. Yeah. And to learn how to spot somebody safely because, you know, there are certain stances that you have to take when you're spotting somebody. If I'm spotting somebody twice my size, I have to make sure that, you know, I'm in the right position mm -hmm. to catch them. Or, you know, we use crash mats for, like, certain yeah. things, too. Because so. you don't want to get hurt spotting and you obviously yeah. <laughs> don't want this person to get hurt. So you're not only worried about your safety, you're worried about the other person's safety. And it's mind-wracking. Yeah. It's scary. <laughs> you know, you're like, one wrong move on your part and that person's hurt and you could be hurt. Yeah. You know? But luckily I have an excellent track record because I do take it so <laughs> knock on wood. <laughs> so what has been your like funniest like 
we'll call it pull oops moment where you know you're like you went to go do this one thing but then something silly yeah. happened and it didn't work out that that's the question that makes me laugh because i remember i know immediately what i think of um i was teaching an advanced choreography class and the girls had asked me to demo the routine before teaching it and like i said i never get hurt in a cool way and literally in the beginning of the routine i just was holding the pole and i went to like do a hair whip and I smacked my oh. eyebrow on the pole. It hurt, but I kept going because, you know, I'm like, whatever, I'm demoing, I'm just gonna keep going. I get down, I'm on the floor, like at the end of the routine, and I start feeling like water go down my face, and then I'm like, oh no, I busted my eyebrow. I'll be right back. And I had to like run to the bathroom. One of my students came in and they're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm totally fine. I just like busted my eyebrow on there, you know, just doing a hair whip because I was like really in the moment. And so it was just, it was really funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. And then to go and do the routine, too, or you're just like... Yeah, they're like, you don't have to teach the class. I'm like, I'm fine. Just throw a butterfly stitch yeah, on it. Whatever. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be know? okay. <laughs> you know, like, I think that's, yeah. like, the one thing about, like, instructors, too, is, like, they can be, like, so resilient. Like, you won't know that they're hurt. Yeah, definitely. You know? You're not going to know. It's definitely, like, you know, you got to keep going. Like, obviously, if you're really hurt, no. But, like, silly things happen. Like, especially with performing, I, like one of like my first performances that I did I was on stage like this big show and I went to do a hair whip and just like my hair went all on my face like this and so in the middle of the show I'm just like moving out of my face you know so funny things happen but you yeah. gotta just roll with it and you have long hair too like I, I remember like always like my hair like especially when I work out I can't or like really do anything I can't have my hair like on my neck like yeah it, like, it, wigs me out and I have to have it like right here but there's <laughs> been moments where like I was like training or like it was like test time and my hair was like all in my face and I yeah. didn't see anything and I was just like fun fact there's a secret to doing a head roll and not getting your hair in your face that I figured out so people think when you do a head roll let me take my ponytail out that you'll roll your head like an actual roll and then this happens so what you actually have to do is a half roll and then toss it. So you go to here and, and then, then throw toss. it back and it doesn't get in your face. And I've learned that the hard way. That's a good <laughs> trick, though, for anyone with long hair. Yeah. But it definitely does get, like, in my way sometimes. Like, actually, I, I was doing, like, this move called a shoulder roll on the floor where you just, like, roll over and, like, my knee landed on my hair. And I was like, it's fine. <laughs> It only hurts a little. <laughs> so what do you want people to know about your business? <sighs> There's so much. Um, first and foremost, not to be scared to take the first step and to come into the studio because we are very welcoming, like I said. Like, that's the most important thing for me with my studio is the vibe. I want you, even if it's your first class, the girls and myself are going to treat you like you've been there forever. You're going to like make friends, you know, you're going to have a family that's supportive and everything. So I think that that would be the, the f number one thing is, you know, because a lot of people will tell me like I'm scared to come, you know, because I don't have a friend to come with me or, you know, I don't think I'm strong enough. And 
I you will be surprised how many people like walk out with a totally different attitude because after you do just an intro class with us you'll learn a little choreographed routine so by the time that you're leaving your first class you'll know two spins you'll learn a little floor work you'll learn all the terminologies and you'll be amazed at what you learn and you know, so I always like encourage students to like take videos mm -hmm. and stuff and so they can actually see what they've achieved, you yeah. know, that it's amazing. And, and like I said, um, we offer a wide variety. Uh, so there's a lot that makes us different. We don't have one particular style that we follow. We have the classes that are more tailored to the sexy style. Mm -hmm. We have the classes that are more tailored to like strength training and sporty style we have actually a class that is geared towards performing and competing and we are the only studio that has an actual stage built into it here okay. in St. Pete so I actually do a class where I teach people how to get over stage fright so if that is like your goal um, that's one thing that makes us like super unique and everything uh, so that Dude, that's awesome it. yeah yeah because there's two stage frights very common yeah people it, don't think of it's very common yeah and we really encourage people to like find their own style mm -hmm. too like um and especially in that class like one of the good things about that class is like when you're learning in a studio you're especially with choreography you're learning the teacher's choreography so you're learning their style you know but that might not necessarily fit mm -hmm. you and i also try to have like instructors with different strengths like so like my instructor uh, Victoria she likes you know more of like the tricks and like the sportier stuff and and then Don is just like the most slinky person you'll ever see in your life and then I'm kind of like more of like the old school polar like with my style so you really get a taste of everything you're not gonna be like limited nice. at my studio <laughs> nice and we're super close to central we're literally walking distance to like yeah. pizza box booyah it's like five blocks I've walked location is amazing so it's super convenient and if you just go around back you have like a whole wall of art yeah, you know, it's a really cool building, yeah. like, with such an amazing community. I'm, I'm super grateful to yeah. have such an amazing space here in That is a really awesome spot, yeah. <laughs> So how can, as a community, we support you more, other than obviously just, like, coming to your classes and checking you out? I would say um, becoming aware of the whole pole community, because um, outside of my studio, like I said, there are a lot of events and shows. Um, there's an event in Orlando coming up called Pole Sport Organization. It's a national competition, and they also do Southeast. They do regionals. I'm actually uh, judging a couple divisions in that uh, competition, and I'm also competing, and one of my instructors are competing. So going out to your events and stuff and, like, just learning about it because it's really fun even if you're not actively taking classes or even like if you don't personally want to do fitness like pole fitness or pole dancing however you want to call it like you can go to these events as a spectator and it's really incredible to watch because you'll see all of the different body types and age groups and levels and everything like that um, and there are so many different like styles too. Like pole sport organization is just one. There's also one called dance filthy that's like more sexy. Like there are so many different things that are. Oh, I would say just you know trying to open up your awareness and realize that that 
what you think pole fitness is, mm -hmm. is it's so much more. <laughs> Do you like get like a lot of like, in a sense, like kind of negative Nancy's in the community who maybe just don't understand what you're like really doing? Um, they're like people who like hear that and they're just like, Ugh. not really, not as much now. So as there used to be like, I think that, you know, now, um, as you've probably seen in the media, it's becoming a lot more popular mm -hmm. and like artists, music videos or like TV shows, movies, you know, pole is really becoming a lot more mainstream. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's as stigmatized as it used to be. I do every once in a while come across it, but you know, like, uh, it reminds me when I started, uh, when my boyfriend told his friends that I was doing pole dancing as a job and they're like oh so your girlfriend's a stripper and which I wouldn't care being associated with a stripper because they're fucking hot but uh, I wasn't but like they would kind of give him shit about it and he had this picture of me doing this like super badass strength move and he would show it to them and be like can you do this no, 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 you can't. Okay, you can shut your mouth. So, yeah. You know, like if anybody does, you know, talk like smack to me, I just think that they have a really closed mind and they don't really realize how much effort it takes for these people to do what they do. Because they think, oh, it looks easy, you know, I could do that. And I'm like, okay, come take a class. Let me see you do Go it. Go do it. Let's know? see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> come on. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, I'd say the biggest thing um, that is difficult for people with pole fitness is price, to be honest. Um, because they are used to gyms which you pay like $15 a month for unlimited yeah. and you go and you teach yourself and and all that whereas at a pole studio you are going to pay more like our drop-in classes are $25 a class but we do have packages that give discounts and stuff like going from like a three pack to a 10 pack yeah. to even an unlimited pass that isn't very expensive you know for what it is because in a pole studio the difference is you're going to get a lot of one-on-one -on -one attention mm -hmm. And you're also going to have a community of people supporting you. Yeah. So, you know, that would be the biggest thing when I tell people, I'll be like, oh, it's $25 a class. And they'll be like, yeah, I don't know if I want to pay that. And I'm like, yeah, but you're basically paying $25 for a personal trainer to yeah. come and help you. People don't so, realize that. When you're yeah. paying like $15 at a gym, you're going there and you're on your Yeah, you're on own. your own. And if like, you think about it, like when you buy those memberships that are on like reoccurring payments, like how often do you use it, you know? Exactly. Whereas if you're doing this, you're going to get a lot of time, a lot of attention, and a lot of support. But they're also like paying for all that because they have yeah. to pay for your time and they have to pay for the knowledge that you've obtained to give them you know like yeah and you know classes are very customized too yeah. like one of the reasons why we have people sign up for classes is because then we can look at a class as a teacher and see okay i have these students in my class i know them well enough to know this person can do this this person can do that mm -hmm. so you can really tailor your classes yeah very custom which you're not going to find anywhere else which also makes it really amazing for the fitness aspect is because you have somebody that's going to get to know you and like know your learning style like yeah i think that that's really important too um especially in my studio is i focus a lot on learning style and i don't think it's something that people have really thought about but everybody has a different learning style so people will be like oh i'm just a, a slow learner no you're not you just haven't had a good teacher yes. because yep. there are people that are 
you know, very visual learners. So I could demonstrate a trick, they can do it like that. There are people that are verbal. If I explain to them, because mm -hmm. we're very detailed, we'll be like inside hand here, outside hand here, this foot there, then they'll get it. And then there's people that are physical learners that you actually, like I'll go up and I'll take their hand, I'll be like, put this hand mm -hmm. here. So in a class at Apple Jelly, you're gonna have an instructor that isn't just gonna blanket everybody into, let me just show you how to do this and go do it. Yeah. I'm actually gonna come around to you and I'm gonna make sure that you're understanding and I'm gonna learn how you learn. So that's like the most important thing. I think time for that. <laughs> that sounds like a great deal to me. I don't know what anyone's complaining about. So what is in the future for Apple Jelly Studios? Um, well, there, there's a lot. Um, obviously, I'm always trying to grow and improve. So I always try to think of new cool classes. Um, I'm actually developing part of the studio now that used to be in my office. We're developing that into a separate space that we can offer um, like my flexibility classes or even offer yoga classes or aerial classes oh, in that fun. space while we're doing cool classes. So we'll be like multi-class mm -hmm. and then also, um, I love, like I said, encouraging my students to perform and compete and stuff. So my goal inside the studio is just to build up the people that are there or that come to the studio to pursue their dreams. So, <laughs> yeah, because ultimately it's like, it's about the students for me. It's yeah. like, there are things I want to do for the studio, but really for me, like the growing is more about, you know, how... I can change people's lives and, and reach their potential. <laughs> well, I love that so much. Thank you so much for talking to us and yeah. we wish you all the success. In Thank the world. you so much for having me. I Thank really you. appreciate it. You know, it, it's really important to me because uh, I'd say the hardest thing about being here in St. Pete is like, you've been to the the place we're kind of a crazy location even though we're so close to downtown we're hard to find yeah so i think you know the more people that know that i'm there the better so i really appreciate your time and and letting me tell your listeners about like my place so maybe they can find us well of course we'll send everyone your way everyone yeah will have them way. check out our instagram apple jelly studios or even tiktok or we have Google. <laughs> Google reviews. Always. All of it. Thanks for listening, St. Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we will have with our local artists and business owners. For some fun behind the scenes, follow us on Instagram at Good Morning St. Pete. We hope you all have a sunny day and remember to always stay super cool.